I was on the the roof in in Cannes, and I'm watching like um, Maximilian Schell and Anouk May work, and I'm thinking. I feel so terrible about my life right now. And I felt terrible and tragic. And then I looked around and I thought, I am so ridiculous. Hello, I'm Ed Begley Jr. I'm willing to do anything to help the planet. I think getting a LEED Platinum certification is better than getting a winning lottery ticket. I think my family showers should be timed and I love my wife. I'm Rochelle Carson Begley and at least my showers are shorter than the time it takes to actually heat up the water. And I love Ed. Today on Begley Ask, we chat with the lovely actress Jenny Gabrielle about her respect for history and how she incorporates it into her artistic endeavors. Hi there. Welcome back to Begley Ask. Today we are very honored to have the wonderful actress Jenny Gabrielle joining us today. You might recognize her from shows such as In Plain Sight, Easy Money. You can see her in the upcoming Lifetime original movie, Be My Baby, in the upcoming feature film, Only the Brave, with Josh Brolin, Jeff Bridges, Jennifer Connelly. Welcome. Wow, that's a, quite a lineup. And, and she was in the biopic. That's how you say the that. biopic, honey. <laughs> but you're a little biopic is why you said that. I can see why when you're feeling a little biopic, you would say that. Oh, my God. Okay, I'm a little out of it. And she was in the biopic. She was in the biopic, Georgia O'Keefe with Jeremy Irons, Joan Allen, and unfortunately some guy named Ed Begley Jr., who's, you know, I guess is flashing the pan and came and went with like the, yeah. Anyway, thanks. <laughs> so Ed was in this movie with you. You didn't yes. know that, did no, you? No, I did not know no, that. No, it's, it's better that you don't know. Um, but again, thanks so much for coming to uh, and being at our, <laughs> on our Oh, my God, this is going to be so fucked up. Okay, Ed, you don't have to look at me like that. You can okay, actually save my ass, I'll look okay? Over you, can, you can just. I told you it would be like actually this. I warned you. I said. Say whatever. Yeah, I can't that, work with it. So I don't have to strangle myself. It's just been a really intense time. But, um, but again, thank you for coming and. Having Thank you for the, having and me. being brave enough to sit here with, between Ed and I and talk to us because. We need a, a mediator, is that the word? A mediator okay. would be helpful at this point. I know. Tell okay. me all about it. A therapist. <laughs> marriage counselor. Exactly. Well, okay, this isn't about us, but thank you for coming. And um, so you were in Only the Brave. That is going to come out on October, October 20th. October yeah. 20th. What, what is this? It's about, you tell us. Well, what? it's about the Yarnell Fire in Arizona. Tragic, and the tragic. Yeah. That, um, that fought that fire. And it's, right. a, it's an awesome movie and it was uh reading the script i just cried because it was so um it was such a a good film and an important story that needs to be told and i think it's really important for us to well let's review it because some people might not know what we're talking about yeah, yeah. it was in arizona how many years ago was it four or five four, four or five years yeah. i think it was yeah. and uh they were there as firefighters often are putting themselves on the line yeah risking this kind of thing happen the wind can change at any point and they they actually um were one of the first um they had just become hot shots as well so they had oh, just gone right. through this rigorous training and you know it's like they're on the front lines that's right. like a battle up there every year right and they're gone for like six months or something three months and and the women are holding it down while they're out there fighting the fires mm. and they're just incredibly brave they are people and they oftentimes don't have the kind of equipment that they need and it's just so unpredictable those fires up there it's it can change and, on and a dime. are they 
they're saying that the fires are getting more frequent. I mean, we know that because absolutely. of global climate change. Yeah, absolutely. The climate, uh, the fires are getting more frequent. Plus, we're we're growing um, habitat right next to them. Like we're living. Right. Right, right, and encroaching right. in these areas right. that are prone to. It used to, to be, uh, they just burn, and it was the, yeah, the fire burn. would kind of help the the chaparral and what have you would burn. It's right. something that's gone on for thousands and thousands of years. Right, the natural process. It was process. fine, but now we're living we're right, right on top of, of it, next to it. Yeah, exactly. We're encroaching on Bambi. That's it's, right. That's the way like, it works out. Yeah, yeah. That's, a, that's not quite fair to send people in to to fight something that's like is yeah. It, yeah and it but it doesn't get any real exposure you know these people they go out they do this the community knows what they've done but it's kind of a thinkless task you know you're really putting yourself on the line and one thing i found in my research a lot of them were like marines in the past or soldiers you know they're just really they've lived their whole lives just sort of living on that edge which and being of for, service right one. yeah being of service and but it also makes for really interesting characters you know they're like they're they're people that put themselves right up against danger all the mm-hmm. time, which is like a crazy mindset you have to be in to do that. It's a and special kind of person that can do that. Exactly. That can go and serve in the military like that or go and serve as a firefighter. It's really but the it's, ultimate form of bravery. Yeah. And it's also interesting that these are the people that we we don't really shine a limelight on in our society. They're the people giving the most, yeah. and yet they're they're seen the least or appreciated well, they're, the least. Well, they're so certainly glad getting you're doing their this time now because we there's been many a movie since we're in you know war for 17 years now Absolutely. and you know i mean they are we're definitely highlighting them in in film and television now which is great that's so great yeah finally we're we're starting to, so you play one of their wives what do yeah, you play desiree steed and it was really interesting because um in order to research for the part i watched a lot of her um you know her interviews mm. and she's one of the most elegant passionate People. I mean, she was just an extraordinary person, and I was just daunted by the task of you know portraying. So, yeah, her. a live person. Who did you get yeah. to meet her or talk um, to her? No, at all? I haven't met her at all. I, this was the second time you know in George O'Keefe I played Dorothy Norman, and right. that was a, a trip. But you, you know, I'm never going to meet Dorothy Norman. Right. But I'm, yeah, yeah. I might meet Desiree, and that's I'm just. Hopefully In she'll author. come out for the uh, premiere or something yeah. or the opening of this movie. Yeah. But it but it is a topic that because that's happening, it's happening in Colorado, it's happening in California. Absolutely. I mean, we had the uh, recently in Burbank a fire that was the largest fire in the L.A. County. And these storms It was actually getting... in the city of L.A., honey. City was, of L.A., Yeah, okay. and it's the largest fire in the city of L.A. Uh, surroundings, yeah. So for any of those out there that have any doubt about global climate change, you know, we're getting these once-in-a-lifetime fires, we're getting these once-in-a-lifetime hurricanes. Right. You know, I, I don't know if we can blame earthquakes on global climate change. Can we, Ed? Is there a way no, to tie you can't. it in? <laughs> there are, but there are more earthquakes where they didn't have them right. in places like Oklahoma. With the fracking. It, yeah, with the fracking. You, you didn't have earthquakes in Oklahoma at all. You know, it was very, very rare, or virtually non-existent. Now they're having a lot of them, and a lot of people think it's because of the fracking practices. So... We'll see more about that, but uh, is there anything in the movie that is bringing awareness to this about global climate change, or have they been sort of apolitical and they want to sort of stay away from that and just tell these people's story? Yeah, I think it's more about telling the story because I think they want to really honor these, um, you know, people's lives and what they do, mm-hmm. and really um, give them, you know, sort of the the spotlight they deserve, and so they didn't want to 
they make didn't it want political, it to become a it, political, yeah. uh, you know, And it's important to talk about the people, too. You know, that's what they did with that movie. I like that movie, Deepwater Horizon. It talked about the people, the, people, the human cost, absolutely. what happened to them on that. But we, sitting here, can talk about the bigger picture, which is it's absolutely. a part of global climate change. And unfortunately, it's some of the people that are that are in the front lines and don't even believe that global climate change are, and they're the victim of it, right. the big time victim of it. So to, to not talk about it is not being of service either. And that's why we have to like really honor science, because if we're going to find solutions to this, a lot of them are going to come from the scientific community. Absolutely. We, I mean, there are things we can do as far as conservation to start, slow the trend, but the science shows that really, if we don't innovate this solution, we don't have a hope. Right. Because basically we can do everything we want to do with conservation and we're still going to be behind the eight ball. And right. so if we um, innovate and we find solutions, you know, I don't know, it could be anything from like trying to create artificial ozone, artificial atmosphere. Um, my dad was working with someone that was working on something like that. Oh, so your father was a scientist, right? Yes. So let's, t- let's talk about a little bit about what, where you come from. So t- born in Stuttgart, right? Well, yeah, born oh, no, in Stuttgart, but my parents are American. Right. You came here when you were three, right? Three. Wow. Yeah. But if they weren't American, I would be a dreamer. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> That'd be another conversation. That'd be another conversation. But your dad, you moved to Los Alamos. Yeah, so my was father's he, a scientist. And, and yeah. he was a nuclear scientist, right? Or well, civil? he worked in the X Division. Wow. So I don't really know what he did. Oh, it's wow. like wow. being with the mafia. So when he would you come home, know, what would right. he say? He'd say like, "How was your day at work, Dad?" And he'd say, "Can't talk about it." He'd go. <laughs> <laughs> it was a very frustrating, very difficult job, and it was really hard for me when I was like sixteen. I was really angry at him, and I thought that um, you know we had a lot of fights. But you know he's. He's an amazing person. He's, he's still with us. He's still with is us. Is he still a scientist? Is he, he still is, working? No, he's retired now. Yeah. yeah. He needs a break. That's He good. does need a break. Uh, but it's that very was a very stressful, stressful job. Very stressful. <laughs> oh, my yeah. God. Especially today. Did anyone hear about the Fukushima? There was another uh, earthquake. What? 6.1. 6.1. Have they secured no. the, the facility? It was close to, it, was, it wasn't in Fukushima, but it was close to Fukushima. Talking about nuclear energy and, and, right, right. Uh, and the... And the Potential. But there was no resultant tsunami that came not, from six point one. Not thus far. I think yeah. it just happened. But do they say that the facility is still secure? I think the secu- yes, as far as I know. But I just looked online and saw it because that is a huge uh, issue and a huge um, danger. Huge. The more we have, like we have storms coming through Florida. I believe they have some, you know, nuclear facilities. They shut those as well. down for safety because they were worried but about you that. You can shut them down. I know, but. But you're as correct. we know, yeah. we we know the what was the prime minister of the Japan? former prime minister of Japan. He had just stepped down, but he was prime minister when Fukushima occurred, and he said through a translator, we were there. Said, we in were his there. Presence. He said there were two accidents that occurred after the earthquake that happened concurrent with the earthquake that saved us from having to evacuate Tokyo. Yeah, and the two accidents were number one, they had just filled up the water cooling. Reserve tank. They just filled it up, topped it off. That was one. That had to happen totally full. Right. Number two, some rubble fell in the form of a dam by accident and kept that water from being totally wow. released. 
It just formed up and kind of clogged up like an ice flow. It's a miracle. You know, yeah. like a miracle ice flow and kind of blocked the stuff from all draining out and it would have to evacuate Tokyo. It's like the the sacred wave. Isn't, yeah. Wasn't there that wave in Japanese history that saved the Japanese from an invasion? Did you hear about no, that? No, but I that's lovely. That. So they that's, believe in that well, like, natural it, occurrences. Well, certainly it worked not, in their favor. It had to be A and B. It couldn't be A right. or B. It had to be totally full, the reserve tank, and B... And this is from the former prime minister. Right, I, don't I know. Think he's I was making there. It up. I heard you it. Were there? I was absolutely there. Wow. We were. We weren't in Fukushima, but no, we were we there. Were there. <laughs> we were there in Beverly Hills. When oh, he, okay. He, he, but he has dedicated his life to traveling the world, talking uh, about the dangers of nuclear power. Yeah, and yeah. how we've got to figure out another way. We do. We have to figure yeah. out another way. We have all this demand for power, and we have to innovate. Right. A way. To, to meet that need, but also do it safely. Absolutely. I'm curious, was your father uh, very political, having worked for, the, I guess, the nuclear the government. industry? Yes, yeah. indeed. He's, we can um, say it now. Yeah, no, he's he's an old-school Republican. And, Ironic. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but, he, um, but an old-school Republican. Old-school. But he still could believe school. in global climate change, doesn't well, mean just because no, you're... Well, no, he believes in, yeah, he, I mean... He, he believes in science. He believes in science. Right. And so he's a really, he's pragmatic and, and, and rational, and we disagree on some things, mm-hmm. but he's really a great person. God and, bless him. Yeah. That's great. He's a great guy, and he believes in, um, you know, the idea of, he thinks he's protecting the world because everybody knows about mutually assured destruction. You... Huh? You? <laughs> not me. I know it's not popular right now, but the idea is supposed to be that nobody, you know, bombs anyone else. No right. first strike because everybody, everybody else has some. Then oh, everybody yeah. else is going to bomb everybody else. And Correct. It's be India awful. has, so Pakistan can. So Pakistan can because India has. I think we should get back on that page of I thinking think that that's need, a really bad idea. We should need, as of today, right, right this like, moment. Right this moment. Let's yeah. get back to that. Considering what our president talked about at the UN yesterday so yes alarming yeah, yeah. quite alarming but so you've witnessed it up front I'm, I'm sure that uh, is he still live in um, New Mexico yes, and near yeah. the oh but he's yeah. alive okay that's good yeah all right. he's alive we're all alive so that's yeah no, and, and so therefore there's hope so isn't of course it, I had to be a hippie yeah <laughs> but it's we had to be an artist isn't that as yeah. important as doing I mean on some level, and this is what I believe, it's my personal belief, that art is vital to tell these stories, is as important as science in some way, because if you can do all this great science, but if it's not communicated, no one's voting on it, no one's right. making into to law and legislation and all that. It well, we li- have to illuminate the stories. Right. And because we, there are so many unseen, unheard people. Right. And otherwise, it's just an agenda of whatever corporate powers be at, you know, controlling the media. So... Basically, if we don't create those compelling stories, then they don't get told. Right. So how did you start in your acting career or as okay. a child? Or? Yeah. Well, when I was 12, I played the whirlwind in The Wizard of Oz. Well, then that'll do it. <laughs> Anytime. Yeah. I was too tall to be Dorothy. And, I was just a whirlwind. Yes. <laughs> but I ended up understudying all the other parts. And so, of course, then I was filled with this insatiable desire to... Uh, to act because um, I hadn't had my moment of glory. Mm-hmm. So yeah. um, I ended up studying acting in Santa Fe. And then I went to Interlochen Arts Academy. Isn't that up in Interlochen? Where is that? It's in Michigan. It's in Michigan. Isn't it? Yeah. It's, Michi- they just, it's they world renowned. All their, yeah. their crazy artist children to freeze to death in yeah. the Michigan. In Isn't that Michigan, ironic? So. I would have loved to have gone to Interlochen. It was so much fun. It was so, it's like the 60s, you know, mm-hmm. we were like running through the woods. Well, it wasn't the 60s because no. she's about, you know, 20 right now. But so. no, but um, we were running through the woods and, you know, we were like, 
taking pictures of each other and we were just crazy artists and mm-hmm. it was a lot of fun. It was great. And then I had to like go into the world and Did you go to New York or did you go to LA? Where did you go? I went to LA to study with Eric Morris. No acting, please. Exactly. Yeah, I know that exactly. book well. Were you were you in his classes? No, I wasn't, but I know that book. I think he wrote that book in the early 80s, late 70s or something. And I remember thinking, wow, no acting. But what am I studying here? If I'm <laughs> what not am I stu- doing what here? What am I doing? That's an oxymoron. Or, Ed, why are you looking at me like that? I'm he looking at you me. lovingly. No, oh, he, he is, though. No, but believe it or not, I can read his thoughts. Oh. And <laughs> then tell us all what you're thinking. See, where is she going with this? This is making no sense. Um, so you came to L.A. To, and you, and... Well, actually, I was living in Ireland at the time. Ireland. Because I decided I needed to, like, experience some life. Well, that's I, true. You know, I think so every artist does. I was hitchhiking across <clears throat> Europe, and I was in Ireland, and, um, yeah. Where great artists come from. <laughs> Yeah, because the so, rain. No taxes for rain. artists in in Ireland. If you're yeah. an artist really? in Ireland, you don't pay taxes. But can you get a job? You can That's go to college question. for yeah. free too. What's that? College. They pay for college. I think you might be yeah. right. Well, they pay oh, for yeah. college a lot of places. Yeah, yeah. In Germany. They play. I mean, they we they do a lot of things that we should you know emulate. But you know, they're they're yeah. a little ahead of us in many many areas. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they, it's a wonderful culture and so literate and like people are amazing to talk to and yeah, it's just lovely. I've been Ireland, I love it there. Yeah, Galway. Oh, so Galway's, Galway's like beautiful. Oh, Galway's you know? Bay is beautiful. Wild swans and, yeah. Yeah, and the you beautiful know, music and beautiful mm-hmm. music and musicians on every street corner and crazy. Wonderful the Begleys are from County Kerry. Oh, uh, County so, Kerry. That's right. <laughs> when you go to Pook Fair, you mind yourself with the Tinkers and the Begleys. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Boy, did I didn't children. listen to that. I wish I had known <laughs> that back then. I'm of English descent, of course, uh, superior uh, to the Irish. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm actually Scotch Irish. Scotch Irish. I feel I identify of. More with my Irish Scottish roots than my English um, ruling roots, though. Uh, no. Yeah. <laughs> With your nobility. <laughs> My nobility. I'm, nobility. I'm really sixth or seventh generation Georgian, which I'm sure I came from, uh, you know, I was a penal colony when we came over, and I'm sure we were criminals. Okay? So it's So there. There you said it. You finally <laughs> got in touch with your roots. You are a royal criminal. <laughs> I am a royal. Although, I will say, my cousin did our ancestry and my 24th grandmother or is it 42nd i'm dyslexic i don't know which of that but she is she was queen matilda of scotland wow i am of royalty damn it there you are scottish and yes so there you are Okay, so having said that, where the heck am I? Um, so I think you like to travel, don't you? Yes. Oh, tell me about oh, your traveling. traveling. Tell me about your travels. Okay. Well, wait a minute. We were getting her lineage. Okay, she was in Ireland, and then how did you get to LA okay, to okay. study? Okay, happy so, to hear it. So I ended up having um, some friends I met in in Ireland. Um, one of them was from um, Belgium. One of them was from Israel. Um, two girls from Australia. We all got a house together. It was a lot of fun. And you lived in Ireland for a time? For yeah, how like nine months. Oh, okay. Yeah. And um, then we decided that we all had to go home and like do our lives. And so I had read Eric Morse's book, so I decided I would be wherever he was, and he was in Los Angeles. So. And that's where you... So you found him and you studied him. I found him, him uh, and I studied Well, clearly it worked out because you're working. So that's... Yeah. Is he still teaching? I think so, yeah. I, I'm not studying yeah. with him right now, but uh, yeah, I lived in a in a really bad apartment building in Los Angeles above a nightclub that rattled all night. Oh, with my the gosh. Beach of the what part of town? 
Oh God, it was Wilcox and Sunset. That oh, is no, a well. really fun. Yeah, it yeah. was. It was yeah. scary. It was a guy that got killed in the hallway. Oh, yeah. Boy. yeah. Well, what <laughs> we do fun. for our art. Well, you and know? then I got what I wanted. I, I lived. Yeah, so. you lived your you <laughs> lived yeah, your life. Got some good life experience there too, yeah. I'm sure. And then I ended up traveling for the the film festival in Cannes that I did with Henry Jaglum. Oh my God! See, we have that in common. Right. We both worked with we Henry Jaglum. And that is what I say. It is an experience, you know. Um, Henry, God bless him. You know, he walks to the beat of his own drum, does he not? Yes, absolutely. He really does. I mean, if he he can get his movies made and he does it, and and uh, well, it you was know, kind of a mind blowing experience. Yeah, yeah, because it was like with Maximilian Schell and Nuka right. May, and Nuka May was my mom's favorite actress. Sure. Wow! So Why I was not? just in the presence of like my childhood idol. So you, you were know? like this young ingenue and ben- young ingenue. Yes. Was she and, in A Man and a Woman? Was yes, that one of her hits? Yes. She's Wonderful. And eight and a half, I think. Yes, and I yes. think she might have been. Was yes. Dolce, La Dolce Vita or eight and a half? I can't remember. Yeah, one of those. Yeah, but she was so still like the most beautifully, iconically beautiful woman. Is she still Amazing. with us? I can't remember. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. We should find that out. <laughs> We're gonna find that out. But um, it was really amazing. We shot like at the Hotel du Cap and then also in the festival. And Peter Bogdanovich had like a walk on and Faye Dunaway had a walk on. Yeah, that's what Henry does. He gets his friends. Wild, wild. I think that Victoria wrote the script, didn't she? His really? wife, or they they co-wrote it. I know it. he co-writes a lot. Yeah, because with, I yeah. think that Victoria it was like a scripted. Like I did a movie called Eating, which was about women and that food. That was great. And uh, yeah, that was really and, great. Uh, film. It, well, it was it was an it was like definitely of its time was a first. And that was 80s, all at his right? house, right? No, that was at a, another actress's house. I thought that was his house. No, in Santa Monica, it wasn't on his house. Mm-hmm. No, it was in his house. It was in uh, Hancock Park. And had a gazillion women in it about women and food in it. How you many know. weeks were you doing that? Only a week. Oh, really? Oh, he shot, no. This, so for your film was a huge budget. Oh, my God. I it mean, was awesome. Yeah. It was awesome. Yeah, I so mean, was that your first the, film? Yes. Oh, no. It was crazy. That's the crazy. the funniest thing is, though, on the, on the way there, you know, I'm thinking, oh, my God, I've made it. It's so wonderful. <laughs> and I'm on the plane, <laughs> and it's late at night. We fly into the Nice airport, and I come up to the customs desk, and I don't have my passport. What? what happened and to like, it? So it had fallen out of my back pocket. Don't ask. Don't, oh. don't ask. I wasn't, I didn't have a purse. Oh, it was pre-2011. And it had, like, it had like gone in between the seats. On the plane. On the plane. <gasps> I had to go back to the plane and like. Well, at you least know, you had it on the plane. I finally got the passport in. And then the second day, I lost my voice. I got like a bacterial infection oh, like geez. from the water or something. What did. And so then I took, um, I had to take antibiotics. And so I was, I was on the the roof in in Cannes and I'm watching like um, Maximilian Schell and Anuka May work and I'm thinking I feel so terrible about my life right now and I felt terrible and tragic and then I looked around and I thought I'm so ridiculous this is like the coolest thing ever I'm watching Anuka May and Maximilian Schell work I mean I might not be in this movie but it's like I'm in (laughs) heaven because I can't talk but I'm in heaven just to answer the question, Max is not with us anymore, right. as we know, no. but uh, Anouk Emi is. Oh, you ah. did look her up. She's that's... 85 years uh, wow. young. Wow. Brilliant. Oh, that's yes. brilliant. Still I'm, sure still, I'm sure she's still beautiful. And But now, are you? so you eventually got your voice back to do the yes, film. Yes, did the film. Now, in that 
script did he script was it scripted or was it improv it was both yeah you know, that's it why was he like works. one of those you yeah know, so this is things. the scene this is the setup now sometimes go. he would hand you like a napkin and you'd uh-huh. be like okay work this in <laughs> you yeah know? you'd be like what is this henry is such a unique uh, filmmaker yeah you know, it's, uh, it's kind of like awesome because you're thinking this could be anything it could be anything i could take on this whole movie and uh, <laughs> very prolific he although he has slowed down in recent uh, year i think because he hasn't I don't know. Maybe he has one. Co- who knows? What time is it? It could be one coming out next week. Yeah. Like then you'd be like, what? What happened? So that's that an incredible. I think that was probably uh, one of my first. It was my, certainly my bigger film, my first right. experience into. So that was for you also. Henry yeah. just broke you into it. Other yeah. than the yeah. adult films that you made. <laughs> oh, yes. Right. Other than those French yeah, erotic films. Trust that me, she did. no one was look, wanting me to do adult <laughs> films. But so after that, then you. So you So uh then I did another film with him shopping but I was very it was very minimal oh, shopping my oh, role in that. Yes, that was very uh, that was very eating-esque. It, it was, was very, very much like eating. But yes. women shopping shopping and it was funny because he asked me you know he likes to have people that have the experience. He yeah. says, so what do you know about shopping and at that time I couldn't really afford to shop at all so I was like I uh, like I need a loaf of bread I go on the buy it <laughs> no, exactly yeah. it's like Les Miserables it's like yeah, asking yeah. a popper you know yeah. hey so what do you think about Gucci twice a year I need jeans I go get them that's my shopping experience it's like well uh, not a lot so he had me be a waitress but I didn't really there wasn't much to do. Uh, yeah, so. no, and, and he would have shot a hundred million hours of footage, and he would cut something together. So yeah. you know, you could have been brilliant, which of course I wasn't eating, and that was cut out. That's Thank right. you, Henry. What but remains was, is very good. Yeah. You know, it pains me to give you a compliment, yeah. but you're very good in eating. Very, well, very. Yeah. Good. We would certainly talk about which is a big issue for me, um, and I think many, many people, which oh, yeah. is a food addiction. I mean, I, I, you know, and that's why he got all these great people to be in this movie because. Yeah. You know, and being willing to actually step up and talk about, you know, the dirty little secret of, you know, of, and that was a first. And, you know, since then it's been 30 years, so, or almost 30 years. So many. And now it's become a yeah. lot more, but it's still really, well, back, I think oh, it's, it's still in the shadows. I think it's because it's like, you know, being an alcoholic is romantic or a yes. drug addict is romantic. To a degree. Hemingway I mean, we know boasted that's not about true. his alcoholism, yeah. not his bulimia. Exactly. <laughs> but just plain old garden variety food addict is not no. really... I prefer to eat more than I would prefer to do almost anything. Well, but you've got to eat. That's the difference. You know, with alcohol and drugs, you <laughs> right. either take it or you don't. But yeah. eating, you still have to eat. So how do you do it in a responsible manner. That's well, the well, challenge, and, and right? Well, there is a saying, you know, in AA, you know, or any 12-step program that you're dealing with uh, drugs and alcohol, they say you put the plug in the jug or you stop using. But in, you know, with food, you have to take that, that you put the, what they say, put the tiger in the cage. But with food, you take the tiger out of the cage three and walk it three times a day. Oh, wow. That's so intense. you're play. Yeah, isn't that interesting? Yeah. I know, it's a little extreme, but it's no. It's just... Samurai, but, you know, <laughs> but I mean, you know. Food is a huge uh, problem in our in our country. I mean, food addiction is right. You know, I mean, and it's, it swings so extremely. I know. I mean, I'm, you can't you, you out there can't see um, that Gabrielle is. I mean, I'm sorry. You have this is the problem with having For two, two first names. Two, Jenny, just yeah. say Jenny. Jenny. Gabrielle, Gabrielle, but I'm dyslexia. Call dyslexic. me Gabrielle. But a that's dyslexic good. walks into a bra. No, no. <laughs> See? I had a friend who called me Gabby. So you See, can call me Gabby. there you go. Go ahead. You know, um, because... Michelle started a group for women who have a problem with that. It's called Damn, Mothers Against Dys- Dyslexia. Oh, I love that. That's ah, really good. Nice. So, so really... full of it. 
Anyway, bum bum bum. Anyway, be here all week. But um, Jenny, what is your deal with food? I mean, because you're nice and felt, and you know, I mean, I run every day. You run every day. Every day. So you're committed to exercise. Yes. Did you ever have any? I mean, you can tell us here. But they, they actually do care because, yeah. uh, you know, people care. They want to identify. And right. they, you know, and, and uh, we all ha- suffer from the same problems. Oh, yeah. We all suffer from the same issues for the most part, give or take certain specifics. Yeah, but no, I've had food issues, definitely. Yeah. I don't and think you can be an actress no, in Hollywood I don't think and not so. have. Yeah, eating was really, like, when I watched it, I, th- I found it really therapeutic. Like, yeah. you know, to... They weren't giving any solutions per se, except no. the pro, except bringing it out in the open. But I do think that's how Henry's movies are. They're not. They don't really provide solutions so much as just kind of exposing right an issue, an issue. Yeah, yeah. And for that, I love him forever because he is committed to that. You know, he's eccentric and all of those other things. But you know, he's not. He's not. Um, he's not safe. No. And, no, you know, no one gets anything edgy. by, by playing it safe. No. Ed. <laughs> and, <laughs> you know, except a career. Except a career. <laughs> and, and TV. But right. he is a male and he is funny and, uh, you oh, know, honey, he is talented. So other than that. Oh, oh my God. Oh, can this we go is back to the part that he's male? <laughs> that there's a lot more work for men in this, in the world and they don't have to be a size two. Can you, I just watched I the know. Emmys the other day. I was looking at those poor women. I'm thinking, gosh, wow. what did they have to do to fit into that, you know, designer zero gown? Yeah. It's, a, it's a nightmare, you know? It's a lot. It's, it's a like lot. You, there must be so much pain and agony walking right up to that red carpet, yeah. you know? Uh, so pain I can't imagine. I need comfortable shoes, comfortable clothes. I yes, can't imagine what right? you ladies go through. But you God. could be any size, really. They, you'll get a cast, and and actually, the you know, in my age range, which is um, you know, hundred and one, um, the women in my category, the and my age, work more if they're heavy. Really? Yeah, because, because you are very. Nobody can see this right now, but you're very tiny. Yeah, she tiny, is. Maybe. She looks good. But I, well, I, I, I do Pilates and I do work out. I do not I've run heard every Pilates day. Is great. It's fabulous. I want to do that. It's great. It's good. Work. Yeah. I really, it's I'm great. doing it too. It's, it's good, good for your alignment yeah. and yeah. it's good for your like health. It I was is. doing yoga a lot, but I kept throwing my back out. Yeah, you got to be careful. <laughs> you know, every, with everything you got, you got to be careful with the right teachers and Pilates. Um, but the but the point is, is well, I forgot what the point was. What was oh. the point? Well, what was I'll, my... I'll make a point. I understand you Please. also write and paint. Tell me yes. about some of uh, your writing well, and painting. I... Oh, that's a point. Okay, yes. let me before you say anything okay, about writing, yes. I want to get to that because that's what you we as women have to do right. is to to take back our you know to write these roles write like these they were stories. talking about these. The women over 50 were, well, they would never admit they were over 50, but they actually are, like Nicole Kidman and, you know, not Reese. But talking about, let's have roles for women. Right, right. Well, Reese is producing their own stuff now. I, I know. saw her on Chelsea Handler talking about has, that. It's what has to happen. Yeah, the problem was is that I'm a history buff, and I started writing stuff that, well, I was writing um, about Kit Marlowe in Tudor England and all his friends that were... All men. Oh, well, that's not going to help me at <laughs> so all there, Jenny. So you must change that immediately. But I was really intrigued by the fact that um, a lot of times poets, especially scholarship poets in Cambridge, were um, actually used as spies. 
Mm-hmm. So I thought the dichotomy of like... I wonder why, because they're good. You have well, a gift for gab the, or something? This is the thing. This is the thing. Um, if Queen Elizabeth was going to have a, um, a threat against her crown, it was going to come from the Catholic lords. Mm. And the Catholic lords would have these entourages, and they'd have like tutors, and they'd have fabulous friends that were very intelligent that would stay at their country homes and follow them around. So who would be a better spy but a member of this entourage who could hear everything, see everything that happened. And so she created this really epic spy network. And I thought that that was a great mirror to sort of what we're doing now, you know, with the amount of um, spying on American citizens. Right. That whole thing. Interesting. You sort of create a mirror and also talk about um, the dichotomy between, you know, the passion of artistic expression and the corruption of um, that sort of situation. Right. So I thought that that was like a really great, like really interesting. Plus, I love Tudor England. Well, and I love Tudor England, and what I. What a great! You're going to write that up? Have you I done wrote some? it up. Yeah. It's fantastic. It's but marvelous. You have it's to put in women you. in there because obviously it, it is hard. Queen Elizabeth yeah. is a woman, nonetheless. She's wonderfully, yeah. formidable, and amazing. And I do have some female characters that are really great. Unfortunately, we don't know a lot about the females of that time because they weren't writing, and well, they, they were amazing. Like you know, Henry the. Um, Oh, God, what was it? Henry VII's mother, Margaret Beaufort? Uh huh. Was it Henry VI? The one that came back and got the crown. I don't remember. Okay. You have so, to know this history. You had to pay attention in school. So he, he established the Tudor line. Henry Tudor came okay. back from France, killed Richard III. And his mother was amazing. She founded all these universities. But I'm, I'm like a total history nut. Yeah, my no, dad was an Anglophile. You know I used to live it. in England. So. Oh, wow, yeah. you did? Yeah, I went to high school there. You would wow. thought I would have paid attention. A, a British accent? I can, but Ed disputes that. I can. Yes, I can. Well, then I you can. Go, I just on. There's so many great roles for women in well, London, in Britain. Well, I know, and I would. Right? I, th- I want to go, and you I think go. I'll go tomorrow. I'll buy you a ticket. Yeah, I know you will. You could do well there too, eh? Oh, yeah. I think I'll send her. The problem is that we have all the Brits and Australians coming here and working. Yes, and mm. playing but they're American so good. parts. That's, they get all the they get our, parts because they're good. They do good no, no, I had a, new, a friend in New York, and he actually created. Well, he developed a really great British accent and he sold himself as a British actor for American roles out of New York and he did very well. Oh my God. Is that they would just funny? Say, oh, you're British. You're amazing. Oh, yeah, because everything yeah. British is fabulous. Because That's it's funny. always about That's the funny. grass is so always greener. Yes, the grass is always we greener. Want, we want the guy serving us the pastry to be French. We, we want the exactly. actor to be British. We want That's everything funny. that is not what we have, Italian. who we are. Isn't yeah. that funny? Well, that is... Uh, so... Using the stereotype for your own benefit. Right. Right. But you're writing, and that's what's really important. Because What about your painting, though? I want to hear about that. Oh, I'm not painting right now. Oh, you're not? No, it's just a sporadic thing that happens occasionally. I've had a couple. I had a show at Abbott's Habit in Venice. So you really are a painter, like a real painter. No. No. I just just do these moments (laughs) where I like do a lot of paintings, and then I put them up somewhere. And then I was also, there was this coffee shop in Ireland I had my paintings up at. Oh, great. Yeah, yeah. So you're but sort you of did a that. Renaissance you had a show. Wow. Yeah, Renaissance, yeah. We, we're, we're lucky if we get to the and table everything. and talk to each other. <laughs> I know. We can watch Bill Maher together. That's a big oh, night. So we Bill can stay Maher up. Is so yeah. I mean, we do. The beauty of, of having lived and been in Hollywood for all these years and in the environmental world and all that is that we know a lot of fabulous people who are yes. doing do really. Do you know Chelsea Handler, by the way? Yes, Ed does. 
Wow. He's been on I'm her show. Yes, her. I saw I, you on her show. You're I've been great. on it a couple of times. I love her. I'm she's, like obsessed with her. Yeah. She's very yeah. funny. She's, like, can I have her address? Just, yeah, yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> I'd be careful. She may call her. I'll call her up. I'm a huge fan. Oh, she's Isn't so she amazing? wonderful. Yeah, she is. Yeah. So well, funny, you know so what? smart, so brave. Brave. Yeah, I think super that's brave, it. Super yeah. hilarious, cutting, witty, wonderful. Yeah. Just spot on doesn't suffer fools easily no no amazing no, i think that's awesome. what it takes courage you know it takes to live a artist's life is a courageous life you know yeah. you don't get anywhere by playing it safe you really don't i have to I'm saying that for myself right now <laughs> what's next for you what do you have planned so i am going to be working on another project um i haven't um, I can't actually talk about that. Oh, that's but okay. It's, don't, it's don't. Great. I understand. Very Good. And, um, Something coming that yeah, you're and then excited be about. Yeah, the premieres for Only the Brave and for Be My Baby, the Lifetime movie I just um, completed. What's the premise of that? It's one of those wonderfully operatic Shakespearean TV shows of Lifetime. Like it's, Dynasty kind of thing? Or no, is it rich it's, and it's, famous? No, it's the dark parts of the human psyche and and a story about this woman who loses her child and then regains her child and it's awesome it's one of those you just want to sit down with some popcorn maybe a scotch and (laughs) you know they just lifetime's the only one making those tv movies it seems well the director is so great hallmark but that's just more that's a different kind of movie yeah you're right more more middle america inspirational it's christmas and we love each other this is more like it's christmas and we're gonna kill each other yeah Yeah. i lost my child yeah so you can feel better about your life and vengeance the likes of which the world has never seen how do people find you on social media um um, IMDb. Great. And then I, I don't, I don't have a Twitter account. No, anymore. you don't. You and me both, baby. I have one, but I don't I use it. I understand why yes. you might want to. Now, what, so to Canada. What? You, <laughs> so you, you. I just want to go back to health and wellness. So, yes. you are a jogger. Yes. And do you do anything specific for your diet or to stay healthy? How do you um, stay so beautiful and thin? And, oh my God, I love see, you. Thin. Uh, I see. Even I just said it. Like thin is the optimum. I just, you know, right. what, we're conditioned. Crazy? We are conditioned. Isn't that nuts? Yeah. I mean, it's like it's sometimes you just want to go to Europe and stare at a lot of statues of yeah. women with beautiful curves. I know, and, I know. Right? Yeah. It's just no, so... They probably it, didn't live past 40, but whatever. But you know, they... Nobody yeah. lived past 40. I know, exactly. that's true. Guys didn't, nobody did. Okay. Yeah, Regardless of how... 40. 42 was old age back then. Right. Yeah. I well, mean, I guess. And then you think about, like, they... You know, people might have lived. It's definitely like Seneca in uh, ancient Rome. He lived right. Like, Seneca, right? How long, long time? Did he? I don't know. He wrote a whole book about it. We should. Did do you what read he it? Did. No, I didn't. Yeah, I'm dyslexic. I don't read. I read but, some Herodotus, which weirdly enough, I think George R. R. Martin stole some stories for Game of Thrones. Wow, you just outed him. Whatever. You just outed George well, Martin. Well, he's just like. Well, he does kind of plagiarize from history a lot. But isn't which is great. He puts yeah. it all in a blend well, of yeah. zombies and dragons, and he's there like, Here are we no go. original stories. I mean, really, it's just how are you going to tell it? But history is always so much more interesting than right. than the story, right? Yeah. History is so dirty and, and messy and well, weird. that's why we need to really pay attention because we don't want to re you know try to learn from our mistakes. Absolutely, you know, absolutely, yeah. We don't want to repeat the really bad parts, just right. the good stuff. Right. Hear the that Renaissance, ed- support That's the arts. Right. You, learn you know from why your bad we should behavior? support the arts? Why? It's the one thing the robots can't do better than humans. Oh, AI. AI. AI, right. artificial the intelligence. Artificial they're going to be doing all the manufacturing. Here. Soon they're going to be driving all the cars. Right. And, but who's going to paint the paintings? Who's going to sing the songs? the songs? Really? That's, That's right. A, 
Maybe who's going to act in the Lifetime movie? That's right. Well, that's right, baby. It's AI. the people. You that's and what me. we do. We're storytellers. Yeah. That's true. You Thanks. too. I know. And we're talking. We're talkers. But okay, so in terms of diet, you're just you you eat everything and you're yes. fine. I'm I like <laughs> this is the thing. I like vegan desserts and steak. So there wow. I go. <laughs> See? You offset. It's a balance. Yeah, here. it's an yeah. offset. No, I like you know I like the taste of the vegan desserts. It's so good. Really? I like that's just yeah. weird. I, okay. I like just the icing. You leave the cake behind. Oh, you know. Well, then you one. You know, you have to. You have, you have to, to pick what you, you have to want. pick your poison. You got to go for the gusto. You picked yours, honey. I know. <laughs> I did. Your poison, I did you? pick my poison. Aww. Oh, isn't it's that sweet? It can be the antidote it. too. Sometimes it is. <laughs> it, it can be. It's like homeopathy. It is like you know, belladonna can kill you in large quantities, but a little bit of it. That's right. Keeps you going, you know, and that's what we try to do here. We just keep trying to talk about what are people doing, what are interesting people doing, how are we giving back yeah. to the planet, how are we learning from our mistakes. I like an occasional juice shot, and then I like a scotch. Yeah. So it goes back and forth. It's a good balance. It's a I good know, balance. it's balance. I think it's all good for you. Yeah. You know, but you have to, like, have a little of what you like. I don't think you should, like, eat things you don't like because they're healthy. I don't agree with that. Good. Then I'm not going to do it ever again. Eat what what your body tells you. I'm lucky. My body does tell me to eat all this healthy stuff because I've been eating it since 1970. You see, I was raised on Coca-Cola and, you know, moon pies and stuff. So my body tells me that's better because if you're feeling any kind of emotional stuff, which a lot of stuff's going on right now in the world and in my life. And and my, my tendency is to go to soothe my my uh, nerves, so to speak. What about soothing my nerves? <laughs> that is it out of the equation. <laughs> With it. No but hope. I don't. So here's the point. The point being is that I, you know, it's behavior modification. So you had to totally so I change what go, you thought of about okay, food. I want that, but I know that, you know, delayed. So we're not going to give in to that the right now. Delayed Yeah, and then you can like, you know, ride the tide and eventually you you. Think it through. I think the think thing it is through. That's also the point. tasting it, right? Like if you don't look at the whole thing and think I got to eat this whole thing, if you just just go, you know, mouthful by mouthful, right? If you're that kind of person, some people, if they start tasting, it's you it's know, gone. it's over. End of it's story. Gone. End of story. Done. But you know, well, that's how I'm with a can of whipped cream. Yeah. So there it's you like are. There's just it's certain like things first... we know. We know that's what we get to learn. We get to learn. A, Ready whip we, is my heroine. Yes. Yeah. Know thyself. <laughs> exactly. And then to thyself be true. Right? Oh, Polonius. That's right, honey. Oh, God. You knew that one. <laughs> Is that what he said? To thine own self be true, and then thou canst be false to no man. Yeah. yeah. One day we'll figure out what the women said. Yeah. I probably didn't say a lot back then because I don't think they I think were they giving said, a stop hitting me so much. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, this has been delightful. Delightful. Yeah. Yay. So we look forward to your movie. What a pleasure to, to talk to you. Pleasure, yes. Pleasure. Can't wait to see only the brave and all yes. the wonderful things you're doing. It's great to see you here. Thank yeah. you so much for having me. Let's yeah, do a yeah. show where we're together in the same scene too, not just off in and different I'll, parts yeah, of the And I've got your mother. That's right. Yes. Oh, no, no. We could. I could. You could be the father. I think yeah, we should maybe. do like I think we should do something fantasy like, and you could be like this beautiful fairy empress. Yes, there we go. Who's that's someone's her. grandmother? Okay, yeah. No, no I'm kidding. It's all good. It's all good. Aging in Hollywood is is a good it thing is. now. You're aging very well, Michelle. <laughs> well, yes, you are. Actually. Anyway, you guys thank can't you again, see that's why I'm doing a podcast. But anyway, having said that, thank you again, and to be continued. Yes. Well, Jenny, this was so much fun. Uh, Let's go over some of the great takeaways from this conversation. I think it's important that we honor science. It's something that we should all have great respect for and keep it in its proper place, which is uh, 
you know, something that helps us with our decision-making process. Uh, clearly, because uh, ultimately science will, uh, you know, honor us and, uh, you know, with hurricanes and all kinds of things if we don't. So yep. it's a way of having the last word, so to speak. Nature bats last. That's right. Art is something, it's probably the one thing that robots, robots can't do better than us. So. What about robots? Yeah, robots. <laughs> art is the one thing. Art that... is the one. Art is the one thing that robots can't do better than. That's for sure. Art. I, I listen. A robot to uh, go on my auditions would be fabulous. I don't know. It could but be. But why Actually, would they pay you? They just pay the robot. Yeah, I right? know. So I mean, but you know, if it looked like me, and it would go in there and audition instead of me, and then I would get the role. How you is that? You would have a PayPal account that or something, and you would get the money. fabulous, doesn't okay. it? Because then you don't have to put yourself out there. Good luck with that. Okay, well, that's the future. Gratitude is the main thing, and I know you have a lot of gratitude in your life, honey. So gratitude for the things that we have, just thankful for our health and our careers and everything. You're filled with gratitude, Actually, right? today I am very full of gratitude. Well, that's good. Yeah, it is, because there's a lot of stuff going on in the world and around us. Personally, there's stuff going on, and you know what? Right now, everyone's okay that I love for this moment, and so I wish, you know, I'm, I'm pretty grateful. Okay, folks, that's all for today. Thank you for putting up with us for yet another week. Oh, my God, they did put up with us for another week, didn't they? And um, also, make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcast or wherever you listen so uh, don't miss next week's episode. And if you haven't already, please give us a rating and a review and, um, and a, an award as well. No. We always want to know what you think. It helps other people find the show and join our community. Absolutely. Let us know what you think, and then you can just give us an award. Uh, do a little, do a lot. Just do something today and tell us what you did. Have a great week, everybody. Thank you to our executive producer, Tim Street, and producer, Emma Kikuchi. This podcast is a production of Authentic. For more info on advertising in this show, visit AuthenticShows.com.